Let's talk about rules, which are part of the heart of this passage. There are a lot of different types of rules, right? Like we might have um, personal rules or family rules. Like uh, at the nine o'clock, you know, some families, their kids are only allowed to have one donut hole after the service. Or how much screen time you're allowed to have uh, during a day. Or personal rules uh, for health. Like, I love beer, maybe a little too much, but I'm only allowed to drink as much as my wife drinks. <laughs> she likes that rule. Then we have rules for things like safety. Some of you may know a few weeks ago I was on a bike ride through San Anselmo and I came to a green light intersection and I was going straight. And as I entered the intersection, a car made a left turn right in front of me and I T-boned the side of the car, destroyed my bike and messed up my shoulder pretty good. The police report found the driver at fault because he broke the rules. You can't make a left turn when it's not safe to do so when someone else has the right of way on a green light. Right, so we have a lot of rules around safety that are really important. I wish that driver had been thinking about that and paying a little more attention. But there are also rules that can be used to, uh, to control and to oppress and to restrict people. It's hard for me to read this gospel this morning and not see and hear that image of the woman bent over and not see it as a metaphor for laws and rules that bend the lives, the health, and the bodies of women to laws and rules that people think are morally righteous. I can't read that in our country today and not see that metaphor. And we have a lot of religious rules too, right? So um, there's actually a rule, as it were, if you want to call it that, in the Episcopal Church that only baptized people are supposed to take communion. That's not a rule we follow at St. John's or a lot of other places because our sense of the Eucharist is engaging and reenacting Jesus' table fellowship. It is in no way meant to diminish the, the huge importance of baptism in the Christian life. But we don't require that in order to first receive communion. We, of course, want everyone to get baptized Many years ago, not long, I think, after I had started as rector at St. John's, a parishioner uh, complained to me at the door of the church that when children were coming up to receive communion and returning to their pews, they were not holding their hands in prayer as they came up to receive communion and then as they returned to their pews after receiving communion. And I as graciously as I could, said, I didn't know that was a rule. <laughs> I grew up in the Episcopal Church. I did not know that was a rule. But clearly it had been a rule for her, right? 
it had been a rule that she was expected to follow. And so she wanted to know if that was the rule for children, why wasn't she follow why weren't our children following the rule? So I respect that she felt it was a rule, but it was like, well, that but that's not a rule here. It may have been your rule, but it's not our rule. So sometimes we have to think through like what does it mean that the rules we think are important or that, you know, my need, I need you to follow that rule for my own need, whether you need that rule or not. Right? Like, that's an issue we all have to deal with, right? And then, at the heart of this passage are rules about the Sabbath, the day when you're not supposed to work, the day that you're supposed to follow rules that help draw you closer to God. So I have a prop today, School just started, so it seemed like a good Sunday for a prop. Obviously, a bicycle wheel. This is not the, the, uh, the wheel of my other bike no longer works, so this is not that wheel. So there was a monk in the 6th century. He talked about a circle in a center, but some have extrapolated it to a wheel, and I prefer the, the bicycle wheel metaphor. The center here is God. And the rim of the wheel is humanity. And the spiritual practices that we follow, the rules of the Sabbath, etc., draw us closer to God. But what do you note? The closer you get to God, the closer you also have to get to your neighbor. There's no way to get closer to God without getting closer to your neighbor. And if something is uh, separating you from your neighbor, if you're behaving in a way that doesn't show love of neighbor, that separates you from that person. And when you're separated from that person, you become more separated from God. You become further from God's heart. What did Jesus say the great commandment was? Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. So the point at which the spokes meet the hub, that is the point at which you are loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself. That's where we want to get to, to this hub, that center. Loving God and loving neighbor. The challenge in the reading today is that the leader of the synagogue wants people to follow the rules of the Sabbath, which will lead them closer to God. But following those rules means that you shouldn't heal someone in need. So there's a tension, right? A point at which the rule is actually counter to the reason we have the Sabbath, right? The Sabbath was made for humanity, not humanity for the Sabbath. And it's clear in the reading from Isaiah that the greater purpose of Sabbath is doing God's acts of justice and mercy. Right? In Isaiah, the fulfillment is because you helped feed the hungry, not because you didn't do anything. 
And in Judaism, there's a notion of from the lighter to the greater. And that's what Jesus is following. So if it's okay to untie, and there's whole laws about and rules about what knots you can or can't tie or untie on the Sabbath, if it's okay to untie your donkey and lead it to water, that's a lighter thing, then it's okay to do a greater thing, which is to serve the needs of a fellow person. I don't know if it's, it may be apocryphal, but there's a quote that gets attributed to Picasso that says, learn the rules like a pro so that you can break them like an artist. That's like Jesus's job description, right? Break the rules like an artist. Because what Jesus is saying is that what the synagogue leader wants, this rule that the synagogue leader says you have to follow, is actually pulling you away from the neighbor. It's pulling you further away from someone. So the rule is actually not in the spirit of the Sabbath, which is the reason we have the rule in the first place. So we have to kind of find that balance, right? Like if you think about where's the synagogue leader on this wheel? Where's the synagogue leader, right? Like not here, maybe not here, somewhere in here. Where are you on this? Obviously, when I asked this at nine, uh, a girl like eight or nine said, oh, I'm all over the place. Welcome to the club. (laughs) But I bet we all have a point at which we are in our comfort zone, right? And going a little closer to God is getting a little closer to the needs of our neighbors in a way that might make us uncomfortable. Or maybe serving the needs of our neighbor draws us closer to God in a way that makes us a little uncomfortable. I can assure you that a bicycle wheel cannot work with one spoke. You can have a sense of your own self-righteousness before God, but if that sense of self-righteousness is based on differentiating yourselves from other people, you're trying to run a wheel with one spoke, and they don't work that way. We need each other. You can't draw closer to God if you don't also love your neighbor as yourself. So what are the ways, what are the rules that maybe each of us has in our own lives or maybe some of the rules in our society? We've gotten rid of a lot of rules over the course of our history, right? Some rules that we needed to get rid of. What are some of the rules that we have that are actually keeping us from getting to here? What are the actions? What are the things we can do in our lives that help us both draw closer to God 
and to love our neighbor as ourselves. That's what Jesus is saying to the people. And you note in the passage, the people rejoice, right? Like they're with Jesus in this. It's the leaders, the religious leaders, people like me, who are pushing against it because that's their means of control. That's why Jesus breaks the rules like an artist. Because it's not about the control and authority of religious institutions. It's about loving God with all your heart and your neighbor as yourself. Amen.